Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the poo to his roo, Michael Howard. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Uh, good. Uh, you're all covered in honey, my man. I am. I'm, my butt's just hanging out because I tried to get that honey, but I got too fat. Well, Michael, you're in luck. It, it is Fat Bear Week. Oh, it, it's that wonderful time of the year again at the Katmai National Park. It's just Fat Bear Week. You know what? I we talked about this uh, before, and that is not why I said poo. I just it just popped into my head, but probably because I was thinking about fat bears. Probably maybe subconsciously thinking about fat bears, or you're just a secret pervert, big secret <laughs> pervert bear, like everyone in the thousand hundred acre wood. Yeah, hundred acre wood. I get it it's, wrong it's every time. It's definitely the hundred acre wood. Yeah, um, they have expanded recently. They they will eventually be the thousand acre wood. Right. Yeah. They're just decided to take over. They've slowly but surely annexed other as they've chased other uh, neighbors out of adjacent woods with all their yeah. perversions. Um, they're just slowly annexing different areas of the woods. It makes well, sense. It's like you know you come outside and there's a a fucking tiger. Mm-hmm. The tigers don't belong in the woods with kangaroos and bears. Like what kind of freaking weird ass wood is is this? And not just any tiger. Well, again. Horned up tiger. Horned up and hot. With a spring loaded tail just <laughs> jumping through like no, no thank you. And you have you have a a donkey, I guess, Eeyore is? Who's way, just way too sad. What's his just, deal? Oh man. Yeah, so they've just been basically a land grab, I mm-hmm. think, is what they've been doing. Yeah. I do I like Fat Bear Week, and I like that they make an annual event out of it because uh, as a as a larger gentleman, big is beautiful, and I like that we're celebrating these big boys and girls getting ready for winter. Because I feel like we don't focus on how tough it is to eat a million calories a day and then go to sleep for three months. Yeah, we don't focus on how hard it is. I'm very impressed by bears or or just any animal in the wild that manages to get like just real big mm-hmm. because. Like we have food, like there's food in my fridge. If I want to get big, it's not that hard. Right. Like I don't even have to leave my house. I have enough food here that I could just gorge myself and become a fatty without ever having to leave my house. Like a bear, he's yeah. catching fish. It's in a work a river. to get big. And it, and that catching fish only gets harder yes. as you progress towards towards winter. Exactly. It, it keep... gets harder and it gets harder as you get bigger right, because exactly. you're slower. Right. They're I mean, they're all NFL linemen. It's imp- it's impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I love these big boys and girls. Oh yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, so you should go and vote. They have a Facebook page. Uh, just just Google Fat Bear Week. You'll get right into it. There's some <laughs> big old chunguses out there. And we are talking about like actual bears, like the animals bears. Right. Yeah, yeah, Kodiak bears. They're mm-hmm. they're big brown bastards, and I love them so much. I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I was listening to Invisibilia. Michael, we're the only podcast. podcast. What are you talking about? I was listening to a radio show on the internet. Yeah. Um, and they were actually. <clears throat> They're talking about this town in Minnesota called Eagle's Nest, where this guy who was a bear biologist um, is he, he it's like a one man mission to prove to people that black bears are like super cuddly and great and like basically like big black dogs. I know in Florida, they're just big, dumb trash dogs. They just get in your trash and hang out. Exactly. So like he's he feeds these bears and like he even has like he's friends with like a mother with cubs and like the cubs play with him while he feeds the mom bear and whatever. But like people in Eagle's Nest are a little bit weary of the fact that these bears are just kind of like hang out in the town. 
It's not that I don't under, like, I get it. Yeah, like, I would also, as much as I'm like, yeah, that's just a big dog. It's also a big dog who can rip my face off, if, if so motivated. True, but, like, honestly, if I, if I was approached by a black bear, and it was just kind of, like, sidling up, you know? And it was, like, it wasn't growling at me or, like, baring its teeth or whatever. Like, that is less scary to me than if I actually saw a dog off leash. I didn't know who it belonged to when it was out in the wild. Like, I would just assume that dog is probably going to rip out my throat. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you would feel differently. I'm not even out in the wild. If I saw outside of your your townhome, Michael, your town, whatever it is, and if there was just a, a dog loose walking down the sidewalk, I would cross the street. Yeah, I mean... That's the thing is, like, dogs aren't supposed to be out in the wild. So if I see a dog out in the wild, there's something wrong. <laughs> it's kind of horribly wrong. <laughs> but, like, if it's just a bear, like, bears are supposed to be out in the wild. And if, like, bears, like, even if I saw a grizzly, like, I, I would not go up to it. But, but like, like, if it was, like, hanging out in town, like, clearly that bear is not trying to do something bad. It's just chilling in town. I feel like you're, you are, I mean, again, I am with you on this, but I feel like you are conflating, like, you just said, out in the wild, and then, like, yeah, if there's just a a bear in town. (laughs) Okay, but to be fair, like, a lot of these towns in the middle of fuck nowhere in Minnesota, like, there's not a big difference between being in town and being in the woods. It's like a three-minute walk. The critical difference is that in the woods does not have a Popeye's that I can go in and get chicken, (laughs) which is where I assume the bear would go to because he's heard all the good hype about the the sandwich. And now he walks in there pissed off, finds out that they don't have the sandwich. He could wreck shop. He deservedly so. Like, I wish that I could. Yeah. Like, you came out with the sandwich. You had it for like six minutes. You ran out. And then you kept saying it's going to come back. And it hasn't yet like you could have literally like taken eggs grown them into chickens (laughs) full-grown chickens and then killed them and turned them into chicken sandwiches by now yeah what is the what is the holdup i mean i think it's the buns man they're they're out of buns buns, it's fucking bread man how hard is it to make bread that bread was very good it was very specific it was so good it's good bread Mm. michael how you been man it's been a minute since we talked it has been a minute. Been yeah, traveling we were, for work. We were traveling, and then I think we were both consecutively sad in, in different weeks. So first <laughs> I was sad, and then you were sad, and then they're just like, you know what, let's not podcast until we're not yeah, sad. Yeah, you know, it's I don't know whether it's like the weather change, because it started to get like really rainy and kind of like cold, or I, if it was just, I don't know. Life was bad, and I got sad about it. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That was kind of the one. It wasn't... <laughs> No seasonal affective disorder here. I just got literally actually humanly sad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be sad if you want. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay. I mean, all the time it's okay to be sad. Um, I don't know. Like, if I guess it's I guess it's always okay to be sad, but it's, like, less reasonable sometimes. Like, sure. if I'm, like, in a bounce house and I'm sad, like... I'm going to be mad at myself for being sad because I'm in a bounce house. Right. But that's fleeting happiness, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you stop bouncing or your fat ass pops the dang thing, then like, or someone, a, a another not sad adult walks past and yells at you for, I don't know, launching kids into the air, so then you have to get out because of society, then, then I'm sad again. Thanks. So, uh, you know, our, our friends that have children. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, 
the children are getting to the age where they're like useful and and fun to like play with, you know, they're oh, yeah. not just like lay there and like shit themselves. Um, and they're starting to have birthday parties, like real birthday parties. Yeah. And I'm discovering so many places that exist that we like if you had told me when I was five or six years old that this place exists, I probably would have like literally died of happiness. They right. have an entire place that is just bounce houses and castles and slides and shit. So my um, my nephew had a, his last birthday was at one of those like indoor like inflatable parks. And it was like I didn't realize the Michael to your point. Like one, I would have lost my my shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I think I really drove home the fact that there's an entire class of businesses that me as an adult that without kids am not allowed into on a normal basis. Which really is discrimination. Isn't that ageism? I mean, I think it's more. I mean, it is. But also, like, let's protect those kids from, you know. Random old men. Just it's fine, around. but like have a an adult night. Mm-hmm. Like have an adult night. Like serve some white claws, and let me bounce on the fucking bounce house. I mean, if if they're serving claws, then you can go in anytime. Because again, no <laughs> laws. There are, there are no the, laws. Yeah, no laws on those claws. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's I agree. Like they should have some level of that. It's like, but there's a whole class of businesses that is just for kids, and even we're talking. I talked with your wife about this because uh, she commented on, I think, one of our, our friends up in New York who have two small children. And uh, she was like, they were mentioning birthday plans. And Rachel was like, oh, I want to come to that for like, or I want to have that for my 30th birthday. I was like, you or she, I wish I could have that for my birthday party. I was like, you can. <laughs> like, we can literally as adults throw parties where, yeah, you you bring like a petting zoo. You bring a thirty foot tall inflatable slide. Like all that shit. We have disposable income for the first time. Like just fucking spend it on fun birthday parties. Theoretically, yes, but I don't have anywhere to put a giant bounce house. Like it I, won't I, fit on my roof. And if I, it did, it would be very, very dangerous to have it on my roof. I was, you know, and I was talking directly to a woman who would not let you get a hot tub on your roof. So exactly. I guess a thirty foot tall inflatable slide is out of the question. Although the next street over, which is way more fun than our street, had a block party a couple weeks ago where they did have a bounce house and they mm-hmm. were like grilling out. And like our neighborhood is still kind of like a, a mixture of like us and then like. You're a gentrifier. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they were having a great time and I was like, we walked past it and I was like. Can we just go to the block party? And Rachel's like, no, you can't just show up at a block party. You have to be invited. And I was like, but it's it's a block party. Isn't that the whole point? She's like, but it's not our block. And I was like, would they know? And there's like, she's probably she's like, yeah, they probably would realize when we show up to adult people with no children and start to get on the bounce house, they might say something. I did a couple times ago in Chicago walk through a neighborhood block party just like on my way to another place. And I got some stink eyes like, what's this guy doing here? And it's like, look, if you're you've literally blocked off an entire road in the city of Chicago. What I'm gives sorry. You the right. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm going to walk through here and maybe try to get a hot dog and possibly look at the bounce house and long that I could be on it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Michael, I'm going to throw us a party with a bounce house, buddy. Um, Michael, I want to share a story with you. Um, I wanted a real-time reaction to this, so I haven't shared this ahead of time, but I want you to take a look, and then we're going to talk through it. (laughs) All right. Okay. 
So All right. read me that. Mr. Global contestants dress in their national costumes and look like video game bosses. Okay. Um, so there's that. So apparently male beauty pageant uh, took, takes place in Thailand. 38 candidates decided to test their strengths in the pageant. Um, looking for the uh, most inspiring gentleman. So as you scroll down, Michael, apparently this is part of the top five Grand Slam male pageants, which again, didn't know exists. Glad it does. Um, what, what, is, what do you see the first image? Mr. Global Sh- Sri Lanka is a badass. Yeah. Like that is a badass costume. It is metal and it looks like gold. Mm-hmm. And... and He's, I mean, obviously he's ripped. Right, of course. Obviously. Guy's shredded. Bounce a quarter off um, his abs, yeah. But yeah, no, he he doesn't look like a video game boss, necessarily. He looks like a golden god, though. Gold, yeah. Like, big golden headdress with, like, shoulder, like, scrolling. Like, he looks like an ancient warrior. Oh, yeah, he looks great. A lot okay. of scroll scroll work. He's got the loincloth. He's got, he's got cool, like, gauntlets on his arms. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, going down. Mexico kind of like an aztec mm-hmm. thing going on with oh yeah he's got a, he's got a cape yeah cool well, headdress skulls, with a skull like, in it yeah fucking dope panama oh he's got a plumage a plumage of feathers some thighs that go on for days thighs, oh, boy. Thighs, and the smile like he's he's the only one smiling so far yeah and boy indonesia he's got um it looks like a dragon face kind of thing. It almost looks like a faux fur stole. Yes. Um, yeah. That is, but it's just a dragon. And like a hat that that has these weird little pom poms on it that almost make it look like a jester's hat. But like if you said that, he'd kill you. Like each of those little pom poms can be taken off, and those those are actually blades under there. He mm-hmm. can just run you through. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, these, it, this is a great pat. I love this. Okay, so then, you know, got Haiti, uh, like, again, bunch of nice guys. Like, um, a lot of tradition, like, just tra- traditional, like, old school garb. Michael, what if I were to tell you, which I realized with dawning horror as I scroll down this list, that the United States of America is on this list full of men oh, in no. traditional cultural garb. like Traditional cult- American cultural garb? Mm-hmm. Don okay, is- so wait. There are two. There, there is two possibilities for this. Either, it's, either it's like a white dude in like Native American headdress, which problematic, problematic, mm-hmm. or I don't know, like a trucker hat and like a flannel cutoff shirt and a Bud Light. Like I don't know, Michael. It's so much worse than you <laughs> can imagine, my bud. <laughs> So right, I'm scrolling, scrolling. Oh man, yeah, Thailand going. is fucking badass. South Africa is fucking dope. Um, and it's like even on this that one, great. it seems a little surface level, like dangerous. But so, and it gets Spain, increasingly fighter. modern as you go down. Like Sweden, he just looks like a fucking tour guide. It's, it's silly. <laughs> um, Egypt, Spit, all right, yeah, looks dope. Uh, the Philippines guy's got a big, massive golden fuck off sword and shield. It look, he actually does look like a video game boss, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Michael, it's number 39 is the USA. Portugal so. just looks like Jason Mraz, I guess. I don't know. And Michael, um, I really want you to feel the growing dread yeah. that I that is building up in my system. It's like, oh, man, what are they going to do? Uh, oh, God, it keeps going to. I like just so it's number just 37. So you get when you get to Switzerland, stop. Yeah. What is Sweden, though? He looks just like a boxer. He's got the he's basically just has like a, a Dracula cape flag of like the Swedish flag. And then he just. I don't know, it has a bunch of bumps on his face. Mm-hmm. Great okay. haircut. It's Brazil. Gaze. 
Cuba, that is festive. Mm-hmm. That is festive. Cuba's probably... I'm a, would be oh, the worst. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Michael, describe exactly what you see. Okay. Okay, just on the surface, he's Superman. Yep. You know, your traditional American garb of Superman. But, like, okay, wait. No, I get it. I get it. Because who's... It, it's a very bad Superman costume, too. Like, it looks like it was sewed by someone's mother, which makes sense. Because when I was when I was young... My mom made me a Superman costume. Me too, and I have a picture of it on the cutest little boy yes. that ever lived. I wore, I, I wanted to wear it literally every year, and mm-hmm. like eventually I oh. grew out of it, so I couldn't. But I wanted to wear it every fucking day, my man. So it make it makes sense. Whose parents haven't made them a Superman costume? That is questionable at best. The thing is, though. But why? I know mine was better than this one is. Oh, God. Also, just, I mean, I love it's that. It's last. It's in last place with Cer- negative I mean, 455 points. Certainly last place. <laughs> and this is not a, like a brown man of like indeterminate uh, ethnicity. Pretty impressive. Like I could see the outline of this guy's dick, first yeah. of all. Um, uh-huh. It is barely recognizable as like. Maybe like a 1965 Superman logo. Mm-hmm. Um, like there are only th- two. There are only two of these on here that have negative points because you can vote up or down on these. Mm-hmm. Only two. Switzerland has negative 46 points uh, because he's basically just wearing a boxing cape. Yeah, not a Switzerland flag. Like it's yeah. just whatever you did. It's basically the equivalent of oh shit, I needed a costume for this. And can I say this? Not even that ripped. I mean, the chart looks tell. nice. It's hard to tell. Yeah, he I mean, kind of looks like um, a like young, young Jean Claude Van Damme. I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we still need to do our Jean Claude Van Damme podcast. <laughs> but yeah, and then you get to the U.S. negative four hundred and fifty-five. It was simultaneously so much better and so 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 much worse. Than I thought it was here's, going to be. Here's the question, though. Like, what do you pick? I don't. I mean, I think it probably like a Bruce Springsteen, like tucked in white T-shirt into jeans with like a red bandana sticking out of his pocket. And that's basically it. Uh, you know, actually, I probably wore a tricorn hat. I feel like maybe less now, modern times. But like back in the day, Americans were kind of seen as cowboys. Right, oh, yeah, like give me a that cowboy. was kind of, right, like cowboy movies were kind of like the American thing, like the old west and stuff. So like, why not go with a cowboy theme? Yeah, you could have looked. This guy could have looked great in a cowboy costume. He would have looked great. I mean, I, and I do think he is a Native American. Uh, they don't mention the tribe, um, which maybe that would have been a little like. But you know, there are a lot of different ways they could have gone. Pilgrims <laughs> could have been could have been Puritans. Yeah, I mean, honestly, again. Literally could have done anything else. I don't know what they should have done. I just know it wasn't this. But yeah, again, this though, is, this is just such a dick move. It's like, oh, we were because Superman is like the most invincible comic book character of all time. Right. Like current Superman can literally not be killed or hurt or injured or anything. Mm-hmm. He has no weaknesses. And so we're like, yeah, that's us. I will say too, Michael, to your point, literally a dick move because all these other other things have like real short skirts with like big like metallic like again ceremonial like headdresses and armor that like 
These guys have like massive thighs, like really ripped again, implying that there's something nice to see down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet this is the only dick you can see. And like, honestly, <laughs> and not, you know what? Honestly, it's not doing much for me. He's not that ripped. The chest, no, the, yeah. the chest is like non-existent. I see no definition no. at all. Where's the abs? I can't see abs. He's not filling this suit out in any way. I'll tell you Except that much. Except in the dick. That's literally it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's there. I think he's all balls though. <laughs> oh, let me zoom in on this one. That's um. <laughs> that's a phrase I'm going to start using. He's just all balls. Yeah, he's just. It's just all balls. Every time I see a like a Calvin Klein ad from now on, I'm just gonna be like, I don't know. I think he's all balls. <laughs> all balls and no shaft is what is what I'm seeing here. That should be the the new all hat and no cattle. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, what good does giant balls do for anyone? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. nothing to it. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, well, hey. Fills out a pair of underwear. Real nice to tell you that much. I guess. But like. At what cost? (laughs) It's all in the proportions, really, I guess. Because if you had just a giant dick, but like tiny little grape balls, that would kind of be weird, too, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. Michael, have I ever told you about a kid I went to high school with um, that had uh, hydrocephaly in one of his in his right testicle? I know it was the right one because he used to. Pull it out of his uh, zipper and chase people around the locker room with it. He named it Newman. Hydra- hi- say that again. I think it was, I think it was like hydrocephaly or like it was Uh-oh. just like an enlarged like uh, testicle. It was a big, a big of, old a big old testicle. It was about the size of a grapefruit. Jesus Christ! What? Yeah. I feel like you have told me this before and I had that exact same reaction. Mm-hmm. But every time the visual comes into my head of a grapefruit that looks like a testicle, it is an actual grapefruit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if it, no. What I'm imagining is like taking a grapefruit and then covering it in the skin of a testicle. Right, it's nasty um, and it's gross. It's it's terrible. It's a terrible mind image. I and honestly, I'm sad I said it and mad at myself for saying it because I am at the moment during this recording enjoying a a crisp <laughs> ruby grapefruit uh, white claw, and uh, I had to put it down mid sip because I disgusted <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, grapefruits are very similar in size to, is a mango bigger than a grapefruit or smaller than a grapefruit? (laughs) I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, speaking of questionable things inside the underwear region. God. (laughs) I don't like this setup at all. (laughs) Found a, found a nice story. You know, we, um, we often come across... Fast food in other countries that it makes me wish that that the the marketing in in our country had the same panache, the same gusto that they do in other countries, because this one is a sexy Ronald McDonald, Hmm. which honestly, I'm looking at the, 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 the drawing here of the sexy Ronnie. Yeah, he should have been the, the USA. Okay, so you think in thrown in the mix of all the cultural heroes and garb of uh, countries around the world, the American entry should have just been a se- hot, sexy, ripped ass, <laughs> carrot top looking Ronald McDonald. I mean, am I wrong? Like, who? What is more American I just than saw fucking it McDonald's? God dang, yeah, man. 
Okay. So sexy Ronnie ad for Japanese restaurant chain angers McDonald's lovers. Um, <laughs> and it's not actually. I, it doesn't look. It's like... not actually a. a it's because <laughs> it's not actually McDonald's. It is a McDonald's knockoff that has the arches don't come all the way down on the sides. Yeah. It's called Yotaba, and it is a picture of Ronald McDonald's head, full-on, like, clown afro, um, but he is just a ripped dude, and he's kind of th- pulling down his red banana hammock just uh-huh. enough, like you, like they do in the ads, you know? And I'll say this, Michael, this guy fills out that uh, Speedo. I'll tell you that. He does, but what's peeking out from the top of his, from his Speedo there, Kush? Some uh, Chris Golden Fried French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I love, and, and you can like, see the thruster muscles too. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I say this? A lot of pubes. A lot of pubes. I love the implication that Ronald McDonald or knockoff Ronald McDonald, Ronnie Mac, um, his pubic hair is French fries. Like that is that where French fries supposedly come from. <laughs> it also makes me wonder what is his penis Ooh, that's i mean maybe just a potato oh that's just slowly growing out into french fries a big old long potato michael the fucking worst part so i clicked into the article you sent mm-hmm. um in addition to the the ad that has the hot sexy ronald mcdonald i don't know exactly where this is from it looks like an instagram post of artwork that has <laughs> multiple Ronald McDonald's kind of like growing into each other mm-hmm. where like there's a Ronald, then you see the pubes and then like where in the lower portion of the art, um, there's the red banana hammock. It is just <laughs> Ronald McDonald's red hair is shaped in such a way as to look like the underwear. And then it goes down into another sexy Ronald McDonald. In it's the like middle. a fractal. But he's Sexy flanked Mac. on the outside by so the it's a, a, th- a tripart uh, a triptych of Ronald McDonald <laughs> uh, fry boners. Um, on the he's flanked on the outside by a hot sexy torso with no head mm-hmm. down into the into the pube head of the new Ronald McDonald, all the way down to a full body shot of Ronald with <laughs> the, the biggest stupidest red clown shoes with. Like knee high socks. <laughs> this is the nastiest, grossest image I've ever seen in my life. Just hot fry pube Ronald giving me a saucy, saucy grin, wearing knee high socks and just big fucking clown shoes. <laughs> just, just think about this though. Like every time you go into a McDonald's and you order fries, and they're like, "Oh, it's just gonna." It's going to be a second. We've run out of fries. They're going to the back and they're they're just shearing off old sexy Max uh, pubes here and they're putting them in there, which makes me wonder, like, how they get so hot, really? Yeah. Do they heat them up before or after, you think? (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be before. I think that I mean, as you can tell, Michael, this this hot, sexy Ronald is exuding just pure raw sexual energy that like. Probably too. Probably couldn't even touch this guy. <laughs> it's just too hot. Um, so at the very bottom of the article, did you see the shirtless stripper Colonel from Chickendales? Yep, I did. Did you I look, look it, up? it up? Because it's pretty great. So at first, I thought this was just like another Japanese knockoff. Nope. 
But apparently KFC has an official, like, stripper troupe just called the Chickendales. Which, you know, makes that sense. You can, that you can have create special Mother's Day videos for your mom. <laughs> the mom who loves KFC, but also Colonel Sanders' face, I guess. Colonel Sanders' face and then, uh, hey, a, a troupe of just very nice looking guys. Mm. Tender Wings of Desire, a romance novel starring a <laughs> <laughs> bodice ripping colonel. Just, I don't know which what child would feel comfortable enough with the idea of Colonel Sanders eventually fucking their mom to send them send their mom a video of a hot Colonel Sanders stripping for her. So is Colonel Sanders' dick a drumstick it's a, it's a, or a, or chicken tendy? It's a drumstick and not pointing the direction you think. <laughs> And he has no pubes. He is <laughs> clean shaven. And he comes gravy. <laughs> it does give a whole new, like, just the circumstances around the the, the commercial of Kern, the Colonel dancing with Mrs. Buttersworth. Mm-hmm. I mean, to whatever they get up to, I, I applaud them for their... their Nasty work. <laughs> uh, what someone's got to make the cush. Someone's got to make the chicken and waffles. <laughs> hmm. Doctors shocked to discover potato growing inside Colombian woman's vagina. I wonder she who says, put that there, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. She <laughs> claims she inserted it in to pre- prevent pregnancy, which makes me think: Is that if you're having sex with Ronald McDonald, sexy Ronald McDonald? Is that the contraception that you need? Is a is a uncooked potato? This is what comes of listening to uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I can't. I don't have a jade egg on hand. I have a potato that's looking a little green. I'll shove that up there. <laughs> the 22 year old woman was hosp- hospitalized because of severe lower abdominal pain this week, and it turned out that the cause was her potato contraceptive. Although, to be honest. If you were about to have sex with someone and you put your penis in and hit a potato, that would probably stop. <laughs> after two weeks, about two weeks after inserting the potato, the woman started to experience intense pain in her lower abdomen, abdomen because the starchy tuber had germinated and was growing roots inside of her private parts. Oh my god. Oh. Yikes. That is... Like... I knew that would be the case, but there's sometimes, like, I just don't need the extra level of detail. It's just like, yeah, no, the potato was in her. I just, uh, the, the, <laughs> the phrase starchy tuber had germinated. It's so clinical. Yeah, it's, it's good, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, great, great writing. They really nailed it. Um, because, like, that does sound like it would it might be a euphemism for something and be like, I'm going to put my starchy tuber and hope it germinates. I mean, that's exactly what Ronald McDonald did to this lady. <laughs> stuck starchy tuber up in there, germinated into some French fries. Or we were assuming that he had pube French fries, but maybe it's actually an STD he got from her potato starchy tuber. Now we're talking. Mm. Just nasty infection. <laughs> Yikes. I don't like talking about this anymore. <laughs> it's bad. All of it's bad. What else you got? I don't know. 
I think we've mentioned this before, but can we just stop sticking things in, th- in stuff? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. We're like, we are a naturally curious people. I mean, sure, you're going to stick certain things in certain stuff. Like, and certain, certain stuff is fine in certain things. And, like, if you think about it, if you... One of the thing, one of the toys that you give children when they're learning like reasoning skills and spatial reasoning, and it's a yoni egg. <laughs> <laughs> you give them the thing where it's like you got the the circle thing that goes in the circle hole and the square sure. thing that goes in the square hole, and so like we're naturally curious to go like, what if I does this thing fit in this other thing? Does this head of lettuce fit in my butthole? With Sometimes. enough work and determination, yeah, maybe. <laughs> have you seen the, Have you seen the thing where the guy proves that a head of lettuce is a sandwich? No. So basically, a wrap is a sandwich. A lettuce wrap is a sandwich where you just put something inside of lettuce and you wrap it around. A head of lettuce is just lettuce inside of a wrapping of lettuce, so therefore a head of lettuce is a sandwich. I you said a lot of words. No, I can, and I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> it does start with a premise that a wrap is a sandwich, and I'm not 100% on board that. Not really sold on that, because if I've had to argue that a hot dog is or is not a sandwich before, I'm not giving you just wraps willy-nilly. Um, is a ra- Like, a wrap is just a burrito, right? Yeah, yes, it's just a burrito. Yeah, so well, a head of lettuce is a burrito. There we go. <laughs> no, see, no, no, this is, no. Here's my thing. Because by that logic, I'm an atomic bomb. Because I have atoms. I have the potential for my atoms to split and make tiny explosions. Technically, that's true. If we yeah. smash you together with another one of you f- hard enough, it would probably create a pretty big explosion. <laughs> the, the Yes, the physics of that is irrefutable. I've, everyone, everyone knows that. But if we're going by the potential of something, mm-hmm. you can just say, like, that seed is a sandwich. Because eventually it'll be wheat, and I'll make that into bread, <laughs> which then I'll slap a pig between and make it a No, no, no. A that's a, it's a future sandwich, for sure. It is not that's currently a, a sandwich. That's what a head of lettuce, you're, you're judging it on that it could become a lettuce wrap. I'm just saying, if, okay, what's the difference between, would you call it a sandwich if I put a bunch of lettuce inside of two pieces of bread? It'd be a lettuce sandwich, right? Absolutely not. You'd be a maniac and I'd send you to jail. <laughs> what would you, it's a sandwich still, though. Is it? It's between two pieces of bread. <laughs> also, is three pieces of bread stacked on top of each other just a sandwich with no, bread in the middle? <laughs> is a loaf of bread just a bunch of sandwiches? <laughs> Only once you slice it, I guess. Look, these are the philosophical questions that, since there is no Aristotle or Plato anymore, that I have to bring up. I'm so confounded and so angry and have so many different arguments coming to my head at once. I can't really articulate all of them. I'm just saying you can't judge something on the potential of becoming a sandwich and just say it's a sandwich. Which is what you're... Because anything has potential energy. It could go... It's it's Schrodinger's sandwich is what we're really getting at. No, but I think he was saying that it like it actually... It, it's not the potential for a sandwich. It is a sandwich because a lettuce wrap is... Like if you go to Jimmy John's and well, uh, you order a Michael, lettuce wrap... If that's the case, then it is dozens of sandwiches layered on top of each other. That's what I'm saying. A loaf of bread is just a bunch of sandwiches. 
when I go to the next time I go to the store, I'm not gonna buy a loaf of bread. I'm gonna buy that bag of sandwiches. <laughs> hey, can Michael, you give me that bag of sandwiches? I'm gonna make a sandwich. Michael, well, here, let's talk about this. You got one slice of bread. What is that? An open face sandwich. Open face sandwich. <laughs> Fold that thing in half. What you got? Oh shit, that's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Words have meaning. <laughs> is so that's that's the I guess that's the the basis. That's the question at the base of this is is the hot dog the thing? Is it the full thing? Because like a sandwich is the full thing. It's the bread. It's the meat. It's the whatever's inside of it. That's all a sandwich. Like a hot dog. If I'm saying I'm eating a hot dog, that doesn't mean I'm eating a bun and mustard and ketchup and relish and whatever. I'm just, I could just be grabbing a fucking hot dog and eating Here's it and it'd still be a hot dog. Does a sandwich, this goes back to your fucking stacks of lettuce between two <laughs> things of bread. Does a sandwich need more than one ingredient? I don't think so, because you can eat just like a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, if you fucking nasty. I mean, Who does that? You've never Although eaten I, just I like will a say salami I, sandwich or something? That's, I guess I do. I slapped some cheese in there, though, just because I What if you didn't have soul. cheese, though? I will say I did used to go to high school with a kid who ate uh, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches, and I wish to Christ he had made it just a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> exactly. No, pickles don't belong on anything. No. Pickles only should be eaten alone. Or not at all. The, I mean, you know, to eat yeah. your own. Yeah. For this guy. They nasty. <laughs> oh, the, the that's what his dick is. It's a pickle. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's it's sliced. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's it constantly grows and so you just keep slicing off the end. Ugh, I don't so like what that. So if, if you get two, two all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese pickles the pickles are just his circumcision. Sorry. <laughs> and the special sauce obviously. We so just know. like okay, so basically what what we're positing is that mm-hmm. Ronald McDonald is the progenitor of all McDonald's French fries. They just grew out of his pubes, and, and McDonald's workers shaved those pubes off. Mm-hmm. And also, his ever-growing dick, they just shaved the tip of it off and put it on your on your Big Mac. Yep. Is that, that's what... Ronald McDonald is the one true source of all French fries and pickles at the McDonald's. Yes. It's a busy sexy man. Ronald McDonald, not regular sexy, Ronald McDonald. Sexy Ronald Sexy Ronnie. Sexy Sorry. Ronnie. Um, here's a question. Does a, bread, does a sandwich have to have bread? No, I mean, if you're just claiming a lettuce wrap is a sandwich, then I mean, well, but that's the question. Like, is a lettuce wrap a sandwich? <laughs> it's an unwitch, according to Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> um, that's a good point. <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't know. What were we talking about on Slack the other day? That was stupid, wild thought. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about on Slack that was stupid? Literally oh, everything. Literally every about. single one of our conversations. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, Michael, speaking of just hard-bodied uh, <laughs> potato man, um, I want to talk to you about... Speaking of putting things inside of other things that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sandwiches, um, <laughs> Michael, I want to talk to you once again about my hometown. Mm. West old, Palm Beach, Florida. Old WPB. Old WPB. Home, um, home of Griselda Blanco. Hold on, Griselda Blanco, home of just all sorts of nasty folk. Um, you know what's really weird about Griselda so, Blanco? Her name randomly pops into my head probably every couple of weeks, and I don't know why. I'll just be like walking around the kitchen, like making making dinner or something, and I'll just like 
think like Griselda Bronco. I know why they pop why it pops into my head. I am so massively wildly curious what the cookies tasted like that she dropped <laughs> off to my mom as a housewarming present. I desperately want to know if Griselda Blanco was a good baker and made just like a choice ass chocolate chip cookie. And your parents just won't tell you? I have never, I've never asked because I don't, honestly like I don't want to find out. And I'll, also, I don't know if they ever ate them or if they were confiscated by the FBI. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know. I'm afraid to ask. Um, Michael, you know Florida's a wild, just fucking oh, yeah. dumpster zone. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to read the headline and then we're going to get into it. Uh, first, I have to find the article because I lost it. Um, where is that? I shared it. One second. It's up above the day without Whopper and a painting of Channing Totem. Channing Totem Scrotum. <laughs> and there's a, Channing Totem Scrotum. Wait, Michael, there's a question. How much money would you pay for an oil painting of Channing Tatum's dick? I said thirty seven dollars. Yeah, that's but about only what I would because pay. of clerks. Hmm. Why clerks? Because <laughs> he asked her how many dicks she sucked. Oh, and she right. said thirty seven, and he's. <laughs> 37 and he goes in a row <laughs> so. fair enough um well michael uh here's a headline from wellington Florida. how would you okay. know it was Channing tatum's scrotum though does it come like signed is there a certificate of authenticity do you do you get a picture of the artist painting while looking at the Channing tatum assuming his scrotum is just hanging out is it just the scrotum or is it like is it a zoomed in on on the scrotum so it's like the whole downstairs mix up and the scrotum is part of it or is it literally just like one one scrote with no context whatsoever um so apparently it's um a an oil on wood painting of uh Channing Tatum wearing a gray t-shirt and that's about it has his right leg propped up on like a stool um he appears to cover most of the bottom portion of the painting um oh Oh, this sucks. Leaving only a glimpse of his scrotum visible to view. Right. Oh, oh, so it's leaving it's leaving a little bit to the imagination. I'd pay probably $38 for that. <laughs> Just, hmm. <laughs> wonder what's under that gray t-shirt. Hmm. Hmm. It's uh, lovingly painted in rich tones and fine brushwork. Michael, you can tell it's Shannon Tatum's because of all the scar tissue from where he poured boiling water on it. <laughs> Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that um, would so anyway. gives it away right away. Headline, Florida Church could move into former strip club. <laughs> it could? Could. Um, they currently meet at a high school. Uh, the strip club, which... So I never actually... So I've driven past this, because, again, it's about 10 minutes away from my home. Um, and also, I'll get to this. Um, so it's called Double D's Ranch. So double <laughs> D-E-E, apostrophe S, ranch. Listed for $9 million. $9 million? So from the outside, it's like a two-story, like, big building painted like a old, like, Old West Yeehaw review. Okay. From the outside, it just looked like a country bar. Like, like an eight seconds type, like, go line dancing and just get some, like, $1 Bud Light Tallboys. Um I never knew, and I was afraid to go in just on the off chance that it, it was a strip club, which it very much turns out to have been. Um, but apparently, just in Florida, because we nasty, this church that currently meets at a high school is considering buying a former strip club to hold its its good church services. 
they're going to need a lot of holy water, I think. And I mean, hey, you know what? Might as well get bleach. Just um, <laughs> just just think about it. <laughs> so, you know what? what's weird about so I grew up in in Clearwater, which is very close to Tampa, which is like has two of the most iconic strip clubs. You know, the 2001 Space Odyssey, which has the spaceship that you can apparently go into. It's like the champagne room. And then right. also Mons Venus, which is they're like right next to each other. And like. But I grew up there. So like when I graduated, I moved away to go to college. Right. And like I only went back for like weekends and holidays and stuff. So like to visit I, your parents, never to like, I'm going to just take a quick jaunt well, to the strip club. Right. There was never a reason. And so people are like, oh, man, you grew up there and you never ended up at it. It was like. When was I gonna go? Like, oh, um, I know I'm home for Christmas, but let me just pop over to this like 2001 Space Odyssey to go to a nasty ass strip club in Tampa. Who I the fuck wants to see Tampa? glitter rubbed all over myself? And Who then, wants uh, to see yeah, Tampa strippers. I barely want to see Tampa people. <laughs> I can barely look at you. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the, the yeah, I mean, hmm. The idea, I mean, just on on paper, it's ridiculous, but I. I kind of want, this is again, just a, some hometown lore. Um, so the church I went to in high school, a lot of my, my high school folks went to, um, have you ever been to a mega church, Michael? Um, no, not, not, not a mega church. I've been to some, some of the larger ones, but not, not the ones that are like thousand, like, like small arenas. So, so the church I went to, uh, called Christ Fellowship, um, probably, it wasn't quite like a mega mega like probably like five like multi multi thousand but like definitely like probably two to three thousand people in the in the congregation. It got That's so big. big that they yeah big got so big that they opened a second campus. Ah, of course, yes. And I think the second campus is actually grosser than buying <laughs> an old strip club and moving it like cleaning it out and spraying it down with holy water. They bought out the former building of a super target. Oh, and turned Jesus. a super target into. The secondary, like satellite campus to this mega church, and fill that one out every every day. So too. is okay. When that to me is sec- more disgusting. When you say like a satellite, is 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 it like there's a separate like service going on there at the same time, or are they showing it like on TV what's going on at the first one? Separate service oh, okay. usually. Sometimes they will simulcast in, Jesus. like for like yeah, like that level. Just stay of- home and fucking turn on the seven hundred club or some shit. Like, what's the point of going somewhere else? To watch somebody on TV. Just the act of, I don't know, There's to me there's something very gross about walking into a th- just like bastion of, of <laughs> capitalism. You're like, now I own this tax free, and here's the good word of Christ. <laughs> when Jesus famously did not want people selling things inside of churches or around churches. Like, if anything, the strip club makes more sense because Jesus was cool with sex workers. He was, that is true. So he like, was very sex positive. Yeah. He's like, and honestly, <laughs> looking actually, no, at my sh- all. He might have yeah. been actually. I don't know. Yeah. He was never like explicit about it. He was fine with their whatever they were doing. I do hope kind of hope that they leave up like the uh the taxidermy deer heads that are all over this place. You you have to leave I mean you have to leave some of the culture in there still. You know, it's like mm-hmm. buying an old bar, like you don't want to just turn it into some modern monstrosity. You gotta keep some of the character, you know? 
I mean, first of all, they can't get all the urine out. That's for sure. Never. Um, but my, uh, look at this bar, though. It does just look like a honky-tonk like bar, right? Like it, This is not a Scream Strip Club to me in any way, shape, or form. No, and honestly, like, if you were to tell me, I'm going to show you a picture of what a strip club looks like with the lights on, I would be like, no, please don't. Never, never, do. never, never. Please get away from me. But, like, honestly, this actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, again, it look it looks like literally any sports bar <laughs> that like has a country like theme. And apparently they just whip titties out there every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Great location just west of the Turnpike in 95, heavily trafficked. Like no joke, it is on the the biggest road in like Palm Beach County, goes directly to the airport. Um has to be shut down whenever uh trump visits like that level of bullshit um yeah it's um it was just a very public kind of innocuous looking country strip club on the biggest road in the the (laughs) county okay so i've been driving between chicago and appleton wisconsin sorry right there's not a whole lot right i mean you we've all done this similar drive if you're driving from say west palm beach up to gainesville or whatever like there's nothing there in middle of florida like or you Orlando is like the first thing you hit that is anything. But first and last. But you know what there always is? There is always random strip clubs and or sex shops. Yep. I am so curious. Not curious enough to stop in one, but I am so curious about who the clientele is that is just like driving driving driving. Oh, you know what I do need? Some anal beads from this random truck stop. The things that, like, especially in Central Florida, the in the middle of fucking nowhere, the two things that always pop up, fireworks superstore. <laughs> Obviously. Adult, adult superstore. Uh, yes. So, like, the biggest warehouse of dildos you can find, <laughs> and then also an M80. Also, why do these things still exist when the internet ha- exists and has existed for longer than a lot of these places have been open? Because, Michael, the simple down-home folk in rural America still want to drive to a massive middle-of-nowhere fuck-off huge store and buy their dildos and strap-ons like normal people. And Uh. you know what? I don't need the mailman knowing that I bought um, something from AdamandEve.com. You just need everyone else who sees your car in the parking lot to know. Well, that's that's why you have to drive 45 miles to get to any of these places. That's a good point. Um, The other thing that I've noticed... You can tell how shitty a town is by whether or not they still have a video store, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, hold on. How ironic is the video store? Not ironic at all. Okay, yeah, then yeah, for sure. Appleton, Wisconsin has two of them. Not ironic at all? There are 70,000 people in Appleton, Wisconsin and two family video stores. The one, though, I did see, they are branching out. They do sell CBD now. Okay, well, you can get your You can get your video... (laughs) And your CBD in the same place. That's good. Okay, we got to have a differentiator in a crowded market with two video stores, Michael. (laughs) I have to ask, are they selling or renting VHS? I did not go inside, so I don't know. But I I will go inside. Before this engagement is up, I will go inside one of these video stores, I swear. But what I don't know, like... Netflix? Mm -hmm. Like, how? How do video stores exist still? Michael, not like half of this country doesn't have broadband internet. And like 
I don't know, having to choose the DVD in the mail? No, thank you. Which apparently Netflix still does. I don't know. They do because I keep looking for I keep looking for movies and I'm like, oh, is this movie available streaming? And it'll just pop up. It'll be like Netflix, this movie. And I'll click on it and it'll be like, I'll be like, why can't I play it? Where's the play button? And it's like, oh, this video is only available for mail, like to mail it. And I was like, you don't actually have this movie. If I were to actually still have a subscription that delivered me DVDs and I chose this movie, you would go to a video store. You would go to like Best Buy and buy they would drive to Appleton, Wisconsin, rent that DVD or VHS and mail it to you. <laughs> Which that's why, Michael, it's a it's an economy. Netflix has to get there. It all makes sense. They're just warehouses for Netflix. Exactly. And I will say, Michael, on the on I think on that too, and on the the middle of nowhere giant sex supercenters. Um so I with some coworkers about like so similar to Orlando. And like probably half an hour south of Atlanta, there are just outlet mall like centers mm, mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm. will drive. Like my mom used to drive two hours to Orlando just to go to the outlet malls in Orlando, even though there were outlet malls in West Palm Beach. Also, there's such a thing as destination shopping. Also, Sometimes you want to go out of your way to go find a, a double ended dildo. <laughs> but, but double dong. <laughs> um, the... The stuff that they sell in outlets are specifically made for the outlets. Like, they're not, they, at some point, I'm sure they were like, you know, out of season or out of style and you were actually getting a deal, but like, they just make shittier quality stuff, put mm-hmm. a factory label on it, and then you buy it for basically more than you would pay for the same quality shit at like a Target. Mm-hmm. Load me up. Yeah. It's, once I found that out, it was like, I don't know. It was like finding out Santa wasn't real. Yeah, but you know what? Load me up with that fucking cheap ass clothes. <laughs> the the even more confusing thing about some of these sex stores is they very specifically will be like, oh, specifically for couples. So like the idea is that like I would be driving with with my significant other. We'd be driving and just be like, oh shit, you know, we should stop at this really gross <laughs> sex Michael. store. Together right now, so that when we get to the hotel later, we can. Michael, I I pity what I've just learned about you and Rachel's marriage. Par- <laughs> is no romance. <laughs> Have you ever heard a date night, buddy? <laughs> On your way to the outlets, sometimes you're not you gotta- just you're not just driving down the turnpike with your gal and being like, "Oh, babe, you know what we should do? Adult Super Center, huh?" No, Michael, you take her to the Outback Steakhouse. You wine and dine, and then you go as planned to the adult superstore, get some fuzzy handcuffs, a fist dildo, and you go home and have a great night. And and some nudie nudie flicks that, because I have not learned that the internet exists still. Right. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And you did take the Bloomin' Onion to go, mm. so you have that for later. Gots to have the Bloomin' Onion. It's called romance, Michael. It's a, It's a date night. Okay. It's not just a spur of the moment, like, oh, let's go, let's go check it out. <laughs> let's drive 45 miles to the couple's sex shop. Again, it's destination shopping. Also, I did see one. It was called Excite, with just mm-hmm. X and then Sight. I think this is ah. a pretty, pretty big chain. I see them a lot up here in the Midwest. But they also did advertise that they do as well sell CBD. So apparently, if you're a like some kind of shitty store that shouldn't exist because of the internet, um, you sell CBD now as as like the extra. 
So, Michael, down the corner from me, uh, there's an Ace Hardware, like, right on the corner, like, up the road from my apartment. And every, only on Saturdays, they put a, like, a, a pancake or a sandwich board sign outside that just says CBD kombucha on tap. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, um, why do people ruin everything? It's what we do, man. It's like the IPAs, like... You you can't you can literally cannot find a beer that isn't an IPA at a bar anymore on tap. I feel like that's turning around eventually. Really, I, I went like to people... I went to a bar. They had ten beers on tap. Two of them were wheat beers. Seven of them were IPAs, and then there was like something that I'm pretty sure I, I didn't know exactly what it was. I think it was just a regular pale ale, but it tasted exactly like an IPA. Well, I mean, the market has spoken, bud. Mm-hmm. Just Sorry. CBD and IPA as far as the eye can see. Well, here's the thing. The market spoke. A bunch of craft beers made a bunch of IPAs, got popular, mm-hmm. and then those all got bought out by mega brewers, like InBev bought literally <laughs> all of them, and they can't move quickly, so they're just like, well, we bought these because everyone liked their good IPAs, and that's all we're going to make now. <laughs> so, ta-da. Uh, it's a big system, man. <laughs> it's all part of the capitalistic system. Gotta break free. I was gonna say, I do appreciate though that the idea that there are enough people who still want to shop locally. Yeah. That these sex stores can still exist. I mean, that's again, Michael, it's those down home rural Americans who are just committed to their communities, the just salt of the earth types who just want to get like, you know, drunk in the middle of nowhere and fist each other with big <laughs> rubber dildos. So <laughs> the real America. Real America. You always hear about them. You never see them because they're fucking cooped up in sex stores all the time. Because <laughs> they're just getting rotten with dildos. <laughs> just, just out in the woods, just slapping each other around. Michael, <laughs> it's a little known fact, but that like eighty percent of butt plugs are sold to truck drivers. <laughs> Stuff you don't, you know, no one wants to talk about, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> this is the one thing you won't hear on the debate stage. Yeah, this is the face of real America, folks. Oh, I don't care about your your Medicare for all. Well, you will need it after your horribly stretched bottle. <laughs> Michael, I think that's gonna do it for us this week on trends and low places. Uh, yeah, it's been yeah. Man, we've been really winding up to that one. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that we haven't done this for a while, and we just came came right out of the gate, just swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like we for a while we were really getting to a point where we weren't we weren't doing horny ones, and then we weren't. But that's because we were doing it so often. We were like, yeah. it's just too much horn. Yeah, we had, we had a nice backlog of sexy Ronnie, and then yeah. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Everyone, if you like this episode, there's an adult super center up the road. And you can also find out more information about this show at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, we also do another show on super rare occasions called Longest Days of Our Lives, uh, in which Michael and I and our good buddy Curtis are watching every single episode of the hit show 24. We should be back with that one pretty soon. I think we're going to try to get another episode out the door in the next week or two. If you like this show, you'll probably like that one. Even if you've never seen 24, it's a fun one. Um... We're about almost half, I guess a third of the way through season three. And you know um, it's a good show because Xander Berkeley himself retweeted us once. Twice. He, he That's almost, true. 
he almost agreed to give me his agent's contact details mm. so we could book him on the show. And and then he didn't respond when I asked for the information. Xander so. himself and uh, what was her Penny uh, Penny Johnson Gerald? Penny jo- yes. Um, Xander Berkeley replied to our comment on uh, Mr. Uh, David Palmer himself. He tweeted something about 24, and I, I don't know what he does. It. <laughs> it is some dumb shit. Um, yeah, you should check out that show, even if you've never seen 24. It's really fun. It's really just us being goofballs, and uh, mostly I talk shit about Tom Hanks, even though I haven't done that in a long time, and they make fun of me for it. Um, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by finding us on your favorite podcast app, and uh, please subscribe. Take your B to D, double D. And uh, just slap that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> just just slap it right on there. And if you would ever be so kind to uh, give us a five-star re- rating and a review, just a glowing review, uh, that would be awesome. You can also follow us on Twitter at TILPcast. Um, you can tweet at us there. And we tweet every once in a while about stuff. Right? Yeah. You know what? I will tweet pictures. Michael, you need to send me the picture of you in a Superman, yes. your homemade Superman costume, yes. and I'll tweet mine, and then we'll, as usual, pit each of those photos against each other so people could pick the cutest Michael in a Superman costume. Mm. Yeah, and if you uh, if you have a story, you can you can shoot it to us there on Twitter or by at goodbuddymedia, goodbuddymedia at gmail.com, uh, or if you just want to give a shout out to someone or you just want to, like, chat, I guess. like Yeah, say hi. You know, we're... we're Half the time I'm at work, I'm on Twitter anyway. So, like, you know, shoot, shoot us, a, shoot us a little, little tweety. Check it out, because I, I ha- we get all the notifications on our phones, and we're both like incapable of not immediately checking <laughs> notifications. So, chances are, if you tweeted us during work, we will respond. A hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Because I want nothing more than to not do my job. Yeah. So, so any distraction is just mm, load me up. Perfect. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking to you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Toodles. <laughs>